Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by Champ. I'm one of your hosts, Same Play Clay, and with me on this major week is Nick the Stick. How you doing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Our, our fourth Christmas of the year. Fourth Christmas. Oof. Love it. Love and it. this one is at the old course. It's, you know, I go back and forth like... Especially this year, with it being at St. Andrews, like it's right up there. Like I would, I put it above, like the U.S. Open. When it's at St. Andrews, I put it above the U.S. Open. Like it's probably my second favorite major. Yeah. No, it's it really does. It just brings that extra level of excitement. I mean, even. I mean golfers non-golfers i mean it's just the home of golf it's the home of golf it's it's st andrews is if i would have my like bucket list of courses to play it would be like courses that are playable like you know public and don't have to take a a ridiculously miraculous act to be able to play out you know like unlike augusta national or pine valley or anything like that. Um, St. Andrews is the top of my list. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, bucket list. No doubt about it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's hard to get on. You can't, I mean, you got to call months, years in advance and just, or know the right connections, the, uh, the right booking agents to get you on. I mean. Well, you can do the, you can, do the wait in line early in the morning. Go I on a single. Yeah. Get there at yeah. one o'clock in the morning. Get in line. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather just do that, like go over by yourself? I mean, if you had to, or would you? I think it. Like, would you rather go with like a group of guys? I would play like play like multiple courses over in that area. So I would, I would rather do any trip with a group. However, it's it is tough, especially for a trip like that going overseas. It is tough to find if you don't, you know, have a really dedicated group of friends who really love golf. It's tough to find, especially when you know get old enough where you know people have kids and families and stuff. It's it's tough to you know get that to happen. Um, so I yeah. I would of course absolutely love to go over with a group play St. Andrews play a couple courses over there you know make a trip out of it you know a good golf trip um, but at some point if that's not going to happen like I, I'm fine doing a solo trip Yeah, I have no problem doing it I yeah. golf enough solo that like I'm completely comfortable in that that space yeah yeah it's always fun like if you had a good group of really passionate golfers. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you're going to be dropping the coin to 
with the hotels and right. the airfare and the train, the cars and everything. Like, I mean, hopefully they're not just your regular duffer first time guy just got a set of clubs last week. I yeah. Mean, I don't know. I mean, how much of they, how much those guys would appreciate it, but, um, no, it'd be nice. At least, I mean, but then again, like you don't have to be great to no. enjoy the game of golf. Like no. you can, I mean, it, it, like every like, lots of people enjoy the game, and it's just fun. It's just fun to play with people that are fun, have a good attitude, um, and um, but yeah, I would totally do it either way as well. I mean, I mean, if you could book it out a year in advance, like yeah, I mean, it's kind of those once in a lifetime bucket list trips. But uh, yeah. Yeah, St. Andrews would be the uh, the creme de la creme just because of its history. Like, I can't even imagine, like, walking down the road hole and walking over the bridges. I mean, the course isn't even that hard. Um, it's just the history. Like, you'd probably, you'd probably get goosebumps just standing on every tee box. Yeah. I, it's – yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot, like, to it, to the course. It's a – I mean, it's got a bunch of undulations, but other than that, it's a pretty straightforward – yeah. You know, of course it's just a it's the home of golf it's it's simple golf it's links golf it's i mean it's just and it's the yeah links is just the style pure. of shots you have to play like you have to play you have to plan for that rollout i mean the rough isn't that heavy i mean no. you can find it in most of the fescue um you know so it's just you know it just matters how you know what the wind brings each, yeah. each day like um and then playing all the bump and run shots. I mean, you just can't. It's not target golf. You can't hit your flop shots around the green. It's all about getting it on the surface and letting it roll, and you know, you know, showing all the create creativity that's just different from typical PGA Tour golf. Um, but yeah, it, uh, either way. And then the British Open. I mean, the coverage is gonna. I'll be up bright and early thursday morning watching it um you know it's yeah kinda, that's that's uh, the nice thing i like that too where it's up early well it's kind of it's early in the day it's like especially like on the weekends you know it gets you, you don't feel like you're wasting necessarily a good day like it's on in the morning you can have it on in the morning and then it'll, it's over in time for you know to do something in the afternoon or you know take care of chores in the afternoon or whatever you don't feel or like go you, golfing or go golfing and just be like you know just lights the fire to get yeah. out there and hit it around i mean find find your nearest links course right. and, yeah a little hard know. to find around here <laughs> but we then again we do have some of the best in the world one of my friends was just texting me from colorado and like um you know with aaron hills whistling straights sand valley the lido all these like these are like not that those are playable they're not, they're for not most of us right and they're not i wouldn't call them true links courses they're more like american links courses yeah i mean it's what you have to work with right I mean, it's the closest thing we got pretty much yeah i mean the the so like whistling and some of these courses like you know the undulation and you know they were they were carved you know and created with the terrain i mean that one's on the water so you feel like you're on the ocean but yeah i mean I, it's hard i mean you, they're not i mean it's different levels of soil or sand and like yeah i mean we don't get like it doesn't get as windy i would say those courses i mean any links course is going to be a little windier um just because there's no trees to block it but, i mean hopefully right <laughs> it's kind of yeah that's the experience of it 
It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't get windy, those guys are going to eat it up. Yeah, and it. I mean, I'm looking at the forecast, and it doesn't look like it's going to be that windy. This uh, for the open, like Thursday and Friday, are 13 mile an hour winds. That's not a whole lot. No. Um, no, that, I was. Those, those are the highest. 30. Yeah, those are the highest. That, that's what the forecast says. Who knows? It could, you know. Links weather, that can yeah. be it can be pretty unpredictable at times. But right now, the the forecast is looking like St. Andrews is gonna gonna be kind of torn apart a little bit. Um, there for the taking. Yeah, there's some some rain on Thursday and Friday, but which I mean might soften it up a little bit. But yeah. otherwise, they've had they've had a lot of like they haven't had a whole lot of rain recently, so it it's pretty. Or it has been pretty dry over there, but it looks yeah. like they're going to get some rain to that should soften it up a little bit. But highs in the you know high fifties, low sixties. But yeah. other than that, like it's uh, should be should be a pretty pretty good weather for those guys to to score low. But you know what? And here's the thing: some people really want to see like. Scoring right around par, I don't. I don't really care all that much. I want to see some great shots. That's all I care about. I want to see, especially with with St Andrews and all the undulations that you see in Lynx courses over there. Like you can get some really creative shots and like shots out of the pot bunkers and stuff like that. Like that's what I love to see. Like ultimate score. Like you know if it's close to 20 under for the tournament I don't really care all that much that's fine no. as long as it's like competitive and and some good shots are being played and some maybe creative shots like that's what I love seeing about about the open just that link style of golf just to me is I love it I absolutely love it yeah it's fascinating no, I definitely want to see the creative shots but more so I want I like sometimes I just like to see the pros get humbled and some of these deep pop bunkers and you know they have to hit backwards and right um they uh yeah just uh like it just they expect one thing and that's you know where the wind you know just can really mess with them right um but i mean i like to see it them be humanized um just instead of just robot just point and shoot golf and things like that but uh, the thing you said was the number one thing that i always look for in any major is competitive i don't care what the number is right. i want to see i want to see eight guys tied for the lead right. going to the back nine on sunday and like have it just be like you're just sitting on the edge of your couch waiting for who's gonna you know step up with a right. couple birdies down the down the stretch right yeah um, and i mean we've already had some competitive you know majors we've had some playoffs already yeah this year for majors, why not? Why not have another one too? At the yeah. home of golf, the 150th. Oh, ah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I don't want anyone. Perfect. I don't want anyone to have a five-shot lead going no. in no. with three holes left. Like no, no. Um, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the always numero uno on my my Christmas wish list. Um, but the. Uh, yeah, and then hopefully at the end of the day, there's an American holding the trophy. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, 
we just had a a foreigner win the U.S. Open. Yeah, now we need to go over there yeah. and <laughs> take up, theirs. Hold up their trophy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, three. We had we had three different winners so far this year. Do you think there's going to be a fourth different winner, or do you think there's going to be a? I think one of the first three. You think uh, Scheffler, Thomas, or Fitzpatrick are going to hold open the or hold the Claret Jug? Yeah, I mean, that's this one. Like, I'm, I just get so puzzled. Like, especially even like, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of gambling, I guess. But like, <laughs> the guys I would normally pick, like Scheffler, Thomas, and Zalatoris, like they all missed the cut last week at the Scottish. Yeah. Like, um, you know, so it's like, were they just not ready for Lynx golf? I mean, I, you know, good for them to come out here and play a week early, get some competition on Lynx style. So, I mean, sometimes that can like light a fire under them and, you know, they, they have enough fortitude and skills to, you know, you know, one week is just, it doesn't mean they can't play Lynx golf. Um, right. And sometimes, especially with the Scottish open for guys going over there, I mean, they're preparing for, the open like they're they're not too concerned with how they do at you know the scottish open um i know like i mean plenty of interviews with tiger he's said that numerous times where there's you know he's been he's playing tournaments that he doesn't really care if he wins or not like he's working on his game has he really said that because i always thought he said you know he would never play unless he thought he could win oh he thinks he can win but like the goal, he's he's working on something so that he's peaking for the majors. Yeah. Like he might he might not be really, you know, he's not forming his game around that particular course that week. Like he's trying to figure out something with maybe you know a certain shot or wedge or something like that to get it you know prepared. And and sometimes he's good enough and everything clicks where he does win that event. Anyhow. But yeah. there's there's plenty of times, especially when it gets closer to the majors, where he's playing an event and it's like, you know, winning this event isn't the main goal. Um, yeah. I mean, he's still he's still playing it because he thinks he can he can win it if he plays you know great. But he'll be in situations and he'll just you know he may just try shots that he normally wouldn't try, but he's he's trying to see okay I'm going to have to hit the shot or be able to hit the shot. You know, in tournament conditions at the Masters or the U.S. Open or the Open, you know, in a couple of weeks, let's try it out here. I seem to be in a, a similar type of you know position that I would hit such yeah. a shot. Let's try it and see you know how it goes, um, yeah. just to get that you know that memory, that feeling, that experience you know in his game. Because I mean, it's it's so tough just you know on a on a practice range. Or even just playing a practice round to to really just practice all the different possible types of shots that you could, you know, run across. And so anytime you get into a position where you, you know, can try out a shot that you think might be useful for whatever event is your goal, you know, if that means sacrificing the current tournament. And you know, as Tiger Woods, you know, he doesn't he doesn't need to win tournaments. He's got the status. He's got the money like he doesn't need to he wants to but he doesn't need to he can sacrifice a shot or two do you think he has a chance this week i do a legitimate i do not like not this one in a million talk no i actually do i think he does 
Yeah. I think it being at St. Andrews, I think really helps. Yeah, he's won there before. He's won there before. It's a flatter course. It's not as grueling on the body. Um, I don't, like, he's not the favorite. He's not, you know, maybe top half of the... He's won there twice before. Just, yeah. Just to be right. saying. Like, he's... He knows the course. He's it's it's basically Augusta for him, but overseas. Like that's a home course for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's not the favorite. He's not like I wouldn't put him in the top half of favorites. You know, this week like top half of the field favorites. He's probably in the bottom half. But I still think it's a legitimate like this is his best opportunity of the year to win a major. I could see I could see it happening is what I'm saying. And like better than a one in a million. I'm talking about like it's a it's a fairly it's a plausible thing that could happen. Yeah. Would I pick him like, you know, as my first pick? No. I, I think there's you know He is a sixty to one odds. Was um, that was that rank? Does it say or can you tell? Yeah. Like like if I'm if I'm betting a crap ton of money, I'm I'm probably not putting it on him. <laughs> it's approximately he's the twenty fifth. Uh, okay, so I mean they're putting him in the top half, but yeah, you know there's more than twenty five. There's more than fifty playing. So yeah. you were right. I mean I don't know if I would put him that high, but I still think like it's a plausible thing. I think it definitely could happen. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. No, the, not at all. Um, I mean, I'd be amazed, but I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, yeah, yeah you know? right. Yeah, absolutely. It would be. It would be the story. It would be another like 2019 Augusta. It would be. It would be a, the story of the year, basically, if he won yeah. another oh, yeah. major. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that would trump the other three major winners this year by far. I mean, yeah. it's just. What can you say? He he is the needle. He is the goat. Yeah. Um, so no, I'll be rooting for him. I don't, I don't think he's gonna win. I just, I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, I'd be amazed. I wouldn't be. Sh- wouldn't be the most shocking thing ever. But yes, he this this one is in his favor. He sat out the last one. He's continuing to get healthy. You know, we know he can get it around. Um, you know, he made the cut, made a run uh, for a moment at Augusta. Um, so yeah, this. Um, but yeah, he and and no one can rise to the occasion like he can. Yeah, especially with, you know, the forecast looking the way it is. Yes. Right? Like, it's not going to, it doesn't seem like it's going to be battered out there and really, you know, have to be struggling through the elements all that much. Yeah. Um, the only, you know, the only situation is if he, especially in the first two days, if he finds himself in some some of those awkward, like, pot bunkers or awkward stances with that leg, I mean, that might... You know that might wear him down a little too much, kind of like what he was at, like the Masters or the PGA, especially, where just by the third and fourth day he was just just cooked, right? I yeah, think, the, the limp gets worse every day. Yeah. <laughs> like if he if he goes through the first two rounds like pretty, you know, you know, without any real scars, you know, in terms of like. Like not having to put himself in really precarious positions, stance-wise, or on the course, or you know, in the fescue or or whatever. Like if it's a pretty, you know, if he's plodding around and and it makes it pretty easy for him, 
Like, yeah, I could easily see him. He's healthy. Yeah, I could easily see him being healthy enough to to make a run on the weekend. Yeah, um, but it, it'll really depend on those first two days how you know how he how he does and yeah. I mean, but yeah, that would be uh, that'd be kind of cool to see. That would be uh, we had Jack Nicholas won the the fiftieth Open, Tiger Woods won the one hundredth. No, that's not right. <laughs> That'd be 50 years. <laughs> I don't know. But, no. Um, or no, sorry. It was... It was no, 129th was in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> so he won the 129th, the 134th, the 135th. But in 05, 06, he went back-to-back back at the British. Um, so he, it looks like he has three. Yeah. No, it would be um, yeah, it'd be cool though. Fourth, fourth, he would be a fourth different person to win a major this year. Um, I mean, obviously, another person could win it and be the fourth different player. I think there's plenty of players out there who could be that person besides Tiger. A lot of a lot of players who could win. I mean, Xander just won last week playing playing overseas. Seems like maybe. Perhaps he's kind of hitting his groove. Yeah. He's just won well, twice uh, recently. Trivia question for you. Who's the oldest person to have won the British Open? Ooh. Um, and how old? Oh, jeez. I would say don't think about it too hard. Um, I want to go, go with your gut. I want to say it's Jack Nicholas. No, ah, oof. Um, who's the who's the oldest person to win? Oh, old Tom Morris. Yeah, uh, yeah, got it. Nice. And how old? Oh man, I don't know. He forty something, fifty. Maybe 50? Yes. 40s for sure. 40s. So. 47. Close. Close. 46 years and 100, 102 days. Oh, can't even round up. Poop. No. Oh, well. There's a pretty good guess. Now, who's the youngest person to win? Youngest? Probably Kyle Morikawa. Right? No, a tiger. No. No. Who? Who's the youngest oh. person to win? I don't know. Young Tom Morris. Young Tom. Yeah. <laughs> what was he? What was he like? A teenager when he won? Yeah. Way back the Expression is how old? Like Seventeen or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen years, one hundred fifty-six oh. days, and so it was back-to-back years. Eighteen sixty-seven, his dad won. Old Tom, and eighteen sixty-eight, young Tom. No, I just think that's that's great. I mean, obviously, it was a different, yeah. slightly different era, early days. Um, but but no, still, you know, you, you know, but think about that, like your, your national championship, you know, the games just getting off the ground. I mean, I'm sure it was pretty popular because I mean, there's not a lot of, oh, yeah, for back then besides horse racing or something. Well, they tried and, the, uh, nobility tried to get it freaking banned because the workers were just always playing it. <laughs> they loved it so much. That's how it grew. 
Yeah. It says in 1867, Tom Morris Sr. shot 58-54-58 um, for a total 170 and won seven pounds, which is probably the equivalent of what the eight dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, with the with the clubs in those days and the balls, especially. Well, yeah, I just, I don't even know. I mean, it's definitely not as, it wasn't as, you know, it it was probably a little bit shorter back then. Well, and this, this was at Prestwick, so this is just the British Open. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I gotcha. uh, Yeah, I was trying to find out how many people were in the field or whatnot, Um, but yeah, he he only won by two, but yeah. So because no, Prestwick, Prestwick actually has the most uh, British Opens at. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, it's uh, the way it was listed here. Um, St Andrews does have the most British Opens. This will be the thirtieth um, uh, British Open at Old St Anne. Old St Andrews, and, and and I mean, I always I always rave about you know the Masters and Augusta and. You know, some people don't realize that Augusta was Bobby Jones was modeling Augusta or taking a lot of stuff from St Andrews, like a lot of like course design and and hole design. Like, see a lot of like run ups for those greens and stuff, like Linksy Golf, c- certain things. So yeah, I a lot mean, of similarities, but yeah, I, I just I love St Andrews so much. I, it's just so fascinating. Um, about like pretty much all the courses that are in the rotation for the Open. That's it's one of the reasons why I almost put it above the U.S. Open, just because of how old those courses is, are over there. It's just like like you're looking into golf like like very. It's like the James Webb Telescope looking back in time and seeing golf courses from yeah. right you know after the Big Bang. You know, (laughs) it's great. Like St. Andrews, the old course. You are looking in a back in history, like a time. Yeah. And they like they don't and they haven't really gone through like they may have gone through some modernization. But for the most part, like it's just it's just old school. It's 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 crazy. I I absolutely I just love it. I mean, The the layout. Is very similar. I mean, I think the grass has probably gotten better. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, how smooth the greens are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've done some modernization there. Or they've but, lengthened it. Um, yeah, but like St. Andrew, like the old course of St. Andrews. I mean, when you think, if if you ask a person, you know, how old is the course, the old course at St. Andrews? You know what would what would you think they would guess? Like you, I think most people would say two hundred or something. They would just yeah. they would just go they would go big because they have no idea. They would be like eighteen hundreds maybe, you know, yeah. or like that like maybe early eighteen hundreds. You know, when you think of all the different you know sports, especially over here in North America, and you think of you know when sports kind of got big. Um, especially like baseball, which has been around forever. You know, like when that started was kind of like the late 1800s, you know, because America, the United States, you know, 1776, you know, we're a pretty young country 
you know, in, in the grand scheme of things. So it like it seems like if you're going all the way back to 1776 for for us Americans, that just seems like forever ago. That seems like almost as old as can be, right? You just yeah. like that's that's the that's George Washington. That's the founding fathers. Like they're old guys. <laughs> they're like way back there. Um, but like we don't register that you know how old European countries are and, and the fact that. Like the old course at St Andrews was established in 1552, <laughs> like that's 60 years after, like just 60 years after Christopher Columbus, you know, sailed over and found the Americas. Yeah, you know, that's 200 years before the United States became a country. It's like it's real it's unreal to me and this course is like for the most part i mean as you mentioned you know there's things that have changed and everything but like golf was being played on these lands in this general you know routing of these holes um it's just it's unreal that's why i just i love st andrews the old course the home of golf and a lot of these courses that are that are in the rotation for the open it's a different style of golf it's old courses historical courses like way back historical like it's just super cool to me and obviously yeah. the u.s open has great courses you know you have pebble beach and oakmont and pine pinehurst and you know some other ones and and like those are all great courses and i love them and everything but they're like it's just it's not the home of golf it's not like that it's it's not nearly as historical as it's just a different vibe to it it's it's different and i i just love it because it's so different from what we can experience over here in the united states yeah no it uh yeah it's we couldn't have said it better it, uh it's it's fun to watch and just yeah trip down memory lane or like a blast from the past scene about where the the home of golf was created so it's uh i mean i just dream of going over there someday and um having the the i can't the although you can't even imagine what you're going to feel until you get there um but seeing that so it's uh i mean the closest we get for now and i have ever been is just watching it on tv so it's a yeah it's a fun week i can't wait to watch um, I mean, yeah, just stuck away. And even the even the towns that they're in, you know, and they show pictures of the, yeah. the villages. I mean, you could just, I mean, because these towns were like, I mean, essentially like built around. I mean, they got some of these old golf courses, especially the ones that like host the British Open. Like, mm-hmm. they're all of, like so much of their revenue, their town is built for that course all the hotels the bars the restaurants like just for guys like me and you to you know come over there and enjoy you know some really really hard golf (laughs) yeah um yeah it's scotland is is like the the biggest bucket list trip i have for for golf and then like like Ireland's right up there too. Ireland has a crazy ton of um, yep. you know, great cor- courses. 
but like just going over there to experience like true Lynx golf to me. And the, and the, you know, the, the other thing I love about St. Andrews, like, and, and really golf over there is just, it's so, it's so different. It's not as like, it's so, it's so much more like relaxed. Like you don't over here, we have a lot of like private clubs, you know, which, you know, have kind of that reputation of being kind of, you know, very uppity and everything. And, and certainly they have some of those over there, but a lot of times like, like there's, it's not, it's not that private, you know, golf isn't private over there. It's like, it's their parks. Essentially, like St. Andrews is closed every Sunday and is a park. People can just walk on the grounds on Sunday, just walk the course. There's no wow. golf being played. Wow. Like, it's just a different type of thing over there. And and another one, and speaking of, like, the history of it, because this, this popped into my mind while you were talking, uh, you know, they have... St. Andrews Golf Links has a bunch of different courses. Um, obviously, the old course is the most memorable one, but they have there's like uh, there's like eight courses, seven seven courses. No, yeah, seven courses. Wow, there's seven courses there, and I always love looking at um, like so the old course, obviously 1552 was when it was established and then they have the new course which sounds like okay that's probably you know something that's pretty recent you know um you know fairly new just the name and that that opened for play in 1895 you have a course that was opened in 1895 here in the united states that's like a historical monument. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the new course <laughs> at, at St. Andrews Link. Like, I, it's just, I cannot describe. The time in history is just on. How crazy it is. Level. And how much I love it. That yeah. it's like, that things are just so different and, and cool to me. Ah, oh, God. Just great. On that note, should we make some picks? We should make some picks. We should make uh, our picks. You're up. I, I yeah. get to lead off. You get to lead off, sir. And we're going. We're going for some. Yeah. Yep. For some. Similar to uh, what we did for the other. Yeah. Other majors. All right. Um, well. And we got to we got to bounce back here. You know, you had you had picked the winner for the Masters and the PGA Championship, but not for the U.S. Open. So we gotta get back to our winning ways here. One of us has to pick a winner. Uh huh. Yes. Um. Well, I think there's a reason why he's uh, the odds-on favorite pick. So, um, you know, it's been a while since he won. Um, but he does. Uh. Uh, I just think he's due for a good week. I'm going to go with Rory McIlroy. Oh. I, I promise I'm going to I love it. A I love it. I love it. Uh, I think he's just been kind of. Yeah, he's he's kind of picked up his game a little bit since since the whole live golf thing happened. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of 
maybe getting a little little extra motivation. A little fire in his yeah, belly. Maybe a little fire. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean. He, oh, uh, Rory. Oh, good Rory McIlroy. Um, you know he has. He's done well here before. He won in 2014. Um. So it's been a while, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's the he's the odds-on pick. It's kind of an easy pick. It's kind of what seems to be what the who the favorite is right now. Um, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Because these these are bets. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to bet with your head. Sometimes you bet with your heart. Sometimes. Um, and sometimes. I mean, I'm gonna have to stretch. Can you I know, help? going forward. But um, with that, I'll open up the floor for you. All right. You, you get back to back, backs, back to backs here. All right. Um, I think we're going to go with because uh, I, I haven't, I haven't picked him yet in a in a major this year. I haven't really picked him a whole lot. Um, I've been kind of going off the, you know, off the, off the course a little bit. Um, for my picks, trying to maybe think think a little too much so uh we're gonna go with scotty scheffler for my first pick just you know he was hot for a while then kind of cooled off and he's number one in the world he's still he's still number one in the world and maybe you know he's he's ready to regain that uh another another major title yeah no it's it's solid i mean i mean we're not really uh impressing anyone with our you know our depth of you know uh, if the if either of these guys win it's just it's almost like it's expected you know um, yeah but like I said I haven't I hadn't picked him yet in a major this year so I kind of feel like you know might as well it's not like I've been picking him every single you're time neglecting him yeah I mean you've picked him you've you've picked him in all the other ones so I'm kind of stealing him for for you from you uh-huh. but. Um, well, if you let him slide, there was a decent chance he wasn't going to get back. He wasn't going to make his way back. To no, no, I figured, I figured as much. But uh, I'm going to pick uh, someone who I've picked uh, in the last two. I'm going to pick him for a third straight major here because he's he's been doing pretty well in the majors. Just not he hasn't quite gotten over that hump. But I think he he just might here. I'm going to go with Will Willie Z. The Zalatoris. We're going with the caddy. I like it. I mean, winning back-to-back majors would be pretty impressive. Obviously, that'd be epic. That'd be epic. Well, he didn't. He hasn't won a major yet. Zalatoris. Yeah, Zalatoris. He's he's gotten in the playoffs a few times. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was looking at Fitzpatrick's name in my head. It didn't (laughs) click. That was that was a brain fart. My bad. That'll happen. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was thinking about who I'm going to pick. Yeah. Um, no, Willie Z. No, uh, I'm rooting for him for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to be rooting for your team harder than I'm rooting for my team. <laughs> well, um, so far. So yeah, far, we'll no, see. He, uh, you got two picks now, so you can <clears throat> you can really boost your team in the you know rootability scale here with these two picks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking, I was thinking Rom, but uh, I mean, he's just he gets he, he gets very hot and cold. He gets very 
I mean, he's a great player. He just I, sometimes you got to keep your emotions in check when it gets if and if and when hope the weather can pick up. Um, yeah. But even still, it's so like this is one of those courses where even if the wind isn't you know blowing or the elements aren't you know too tough weather wise, like those pop bunkers, you find yourself in a couple of those. You hit a couple straight you know drives or or whatever and you you know you get into those pop bunkers and i could see the those situations possibly lighting a little bit of a fire under him you know if he finds himself in those frustrating situations oh yeah yeah um especially if you don't get a good bounce or something off the many the many slopes (laughs) right yeah, Those bad breaks. Who knows? Well, and everybody's going to get yeah a for sure. Those, but not everyone, you know, gets or lets their emotions really, you know, get the better of them. You know, some some are better at keeping their emotions in check and just understanding. Hey, that's Link's golf a little bit. It's sucks. It's frustrating, but you know, yeah. Um, no, um. Just because I want to root for him, um, I'm going to go Jordan Spieth. Um, All right. He's, he's, he's won before. He um, has. Uh, the British a few years ago. I've been I've been avoiding him this year with his, like, practice pre-shot. weird practice. Really been bothering me. <laughs> um, you know, but he continues to, like, hover. That's – you can, you can just make a case for so many of these players. Um but um, just because he's done well, done well here before, I'll I'll stick with that. And I I just kind of want to root for him. I haven't I haven't picked him this year, and I like like you picking Scotty. Just yeah, why not mix mixing it up? Why not him? Why not now? Why not? Some people say why. We say why not? Why not? Why not? Um, I did want to reach a little bit deeper this week um, for at least this pick I'm going to go all the way down I'm going to go Billy Horschel ooh I was just looking at him um yeah he's at 90 to 1 so he's he's pretty deep I mean he's significantly past Tigers 60 to 1 yeah Um, but he's just he he flies under everyone's radar and he's been he's played great golf the last um, two years I mean he's had a great career but he's just yeah, you know, I just uh, another American. I uh, like rooting for those guys, um, but I think he could just be a, a sleeper that uh, really surprises some people this week. And I mean, again, it would be it'd be amazing if he won. But uh, once again, not. I mean, he has the game to do it. I think he, if he had a good week, he could do it. He's played well overseas before, so yeah. Just wanna, I wanna get my stretch in. You know, make it make it at least one stretch pick. But okay, there's there's, there's plenty out there left for. Oh you. yeah, plenty, absolutely plenty. <laughs> what are you leaning towards? You need me to help guide you through this. I've got, I know one of the two picks I'm gonna make. 
I want to make sure I have both. I'm kind of flip-flopping between a couple guys here. I don't know if I want to pick... I'm going to flip a coin for you. I, I'm in between three guys, two of them who have won a major, and then a third has not. Um, so I'm not quite, not quite sure. Not quite sure. If, if I want to go with, you know, one of the, you know, big dogs or, you know, guys who've won a major or if I want to reach a little bit. <laughs> well, you got two picks. So. I do have two picks. So. But like I said, I already have your three. I have I have the other guy, and he's not part of the the other group. The guys, I'm thinking about. Uh huh. You know, this is a tough one. I mean, it is. There's a lot, there's a lot riding on this. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna have a little bit of a. Gonna have a little little friendship. On my uh, on my team between a couple of my players, so we'll uh, for for my third pick, uh, we'll go with the with the buddy of of fellow team Clay, Scotty Scheffler. We'll go with Sam Burns. Mm. He hasn't won a major nice. yet, but he has the game too. He yeah. has the game too. And then for my final pick. What a great story this would be. What a fantastic story it would be to win the 150th at St. Andrews. <laughs> I'm going nice. to do it. I'm doing it. I'm going with Tiger yep. for my final pick. I thought you might. I would. I mean. Get a little I, saucy. Yeah. I. Why not? Right? Why not? Why not him? What a story that would be. Why not now? You never know. You never know. St. Andrews, the old course, hitting over that hotel to the road hole. That's such a ridiculous hole. Yeah. Can you imagine if they had something like that in America? Where you, like, you couldn't build that. People have to take it over their resort. You couldn't build that like even over there anymore. There's no way. No. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb, but it's so, so cool. So different. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've been kind of dancing around. I mean, I'm going to be rooting for Xander for sure. I mean, um, I think he. Yeah, you know, he's he seems like he's he seems like he's kind of peaking a little bit here this year right now. He just, well, like, he just won last week. Yeah, he won a couple weeks before that, I think, too. Over, yeah. Over in America, I think the. Uh, he won something. What, what did he win? He won something. Tra- um, travelers? Yeah. Hey, back to back, basically. Almost. Um, no, just uh, going two Americans, two foreigners. So just because I want him to also get a win, I mean, I just kind of like his style. Uh, I'm going Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, Tommy Fleetwood. That young lad. Yes, just uh, you know, sometimes you know everybody has to win their first major, yeah. so um, you never know when it's going to come. Um, never know. I mean, 
I think he's been hanging around long enough, paying his dues, hanging near the top of leaderboards. That uh, yeah, you never. I mean, you never know. You never know when some when some guy just has the week of his life, plays out of his mind, and wins. Nobody thought Darren Clark would win the Open that he won. Nobody thought exactly. Patrick Harrington was going to win back-to-back Opens. Yeah. You know. He got second in 2019. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you bring up some great... You never know. It's a, great, um, great players that just, I mean, kind of, this is one of those places, like, anything can happen. I mean, Tom Watson almost won. Tom Watson, with an unlucky gust of wind, kept him from potentially winning an open at what age 55 or whatever it was how old was he um i think 59 year old yeah it says at yeah that i mean um he was right there that was the that was the year uh stewart sink won in 2009 yeah yeah stewart sink who thought stewart sink was gonna win who thought who thunk who, it? Who thought did he, did he even think it? Who who thought either of them would be would win? Stuart Sink yeah. or Tom Watson in two thousand nine. Came in a playoff and I went down came down to a playoff. Yeah. Wow. I mean there's just It's just who knows? You never know. Yeah, uh, it'll be fun. So uh my picks real quick to recap. I have uh, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Billy Horschel, and Tommy Fleetwood. And I have Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalator, Sam Burns, and the good old Tiger Woods. Let's go. Let's go. What a story that would be. Tee it up. Oh. Oh, the open. I love it. I love it so much. Good luck. Have fun, everyone watching. The, oh yeah, the, the open, the open, the. I don't. Even, can we say that anymore? That that got trademarked. The Ohio State's ruining everything nowadays. <laughs> trademarked the. So we can't say the open anymore. We gotta say open, open championship. Dude, they can suck. It. <laughs> they can't trademark in the. That's well, they did. BS. They did. All right. Good luck watching Open Championship Golf. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, 